Is it possible to disagree and still be friends? The answer is yes, and we are here to prove it. Join our group of badass sirens as we step out of our comfort zone and onto our soapboxes to sound off on our latest adventure. We might not always agree, but we will always love each other. Welcome to Siren Soapbox. Welcome to Siren Soapbox, where our sirens each get a two-minute soapbox on our topic, and we open the floor up for discussion. Recently, we've been dealing with a lot of topics on self-discovery, and we're going to do something a little bit more lighthearted today. The topic is geocaching, the world's largest treasure hunt. The first geocache was placed on May 3rd, 2000. The rules are simple. Download the app, geocaching, spelled G-E-O-C-A-C-H-I-N-G, and follow the GPS navigation and clues to the cache. When you find it, make sure you act cool. Don't give away the secret to the muggles. These are the non-players. Take a prize, leave a prize of equal value, and sign the logbook. Make sure to put the cache back in the same hiding spot for the next player. Then you're going to log your find into your app. Be sure to always be aware of your surroundings and follow local rules. It is always nice to cash in, trash out as they say, meaning when you're on the trails, leave them prettier than when you found them by taking out any trash that you see. So Sirens, your two-minute soapbox is going to be about your experience geocaching. We also want to welcome back our guests, Sirens, Sarah and Jax. And if at any time the topic gets too intense, the safe word is? Mango. That's right. Up on her soapbox first is TC. The first time I geocached was in 2007, and but I haven't done it since 2010. It was fun to download the app and see that all of my data and information was still there from 11 years ago. I was excited to see that there were 17 geocaches here on the island so far. It's also fun to find out that some of my friends are familiar with geocaching. The first time I geocached on St. Croix was with Dino and some friends visiting from Savannah. We went to Point Udall, the easternmost point of the United States, and discovered a virtual geocache. I'm pretty sure they didn't have these back in 2010. After that, I wanted to find a traditional geocache. Dino was not interested in doing this at all, which really surprised me. I mean, what's more fun than going on a treasure hunt? I convinced him to join me for just one. Dino was certain we would not find that we would find an empty box. I tried explaining that geocaches are typically stashed somewhere out of sight, so the only people who find them are people looking for them. He was not convinced. We decided to make a bet. If the box was empty, I would buy him dinner. If the box held some kind of treasure, he would buy me dinner. I'm happy to say Dino owes me dinner at the Galleon, and this cache was first left in 2011. On the way home, Dino admitted that he had fun and that he'd do it again. My next geocaching adventure on the island was with guest siren, Jax. I'm going to leave that story to her. Hiding my cache was a brand new adventure for me. It was a lot of fun collecting the items to put in it, considering the right location, writing out the the description. Once I had it all collected and ready to hide, it was really difficult letting it go, trusting the world to treat it right. The first spot I chose already had a cache on it. Can't wait to find that one. I was happy with the spot I chose and I hit it and I sent all of my information in and then denied, heard back from the folks at geocaching in less than 24 hours. I was surprised by that and that I need to rehide my cache somewhere else. 
I think I know where I'll put it next. I can't wait to track how many people find it and what they have to say. Next up on her soapbox is Myrn. Thank you. I was introduced to geocaching by LC as part of this podcast, and I had never heard of geocaching before. I think it was April of this year, um, but it's been around, like LC said, since 2000. I'm a new geocacher and I started out using my phone to help me locate caches that are hidden quite literally all over the city here in Cincinnati. I love hunting for these real life treasures and find myself so excited when I find one. I love the feeling of adding my name to a logbook that's been around for more than a decade and in some cases hasn't been found for several years. Not only am I fascinated with finding geocaches, but I've also started hiding them. I hid my first three geocaches in a nature preserve that's about a mile from my home, and it's called Imago Earth Center. Uh, this preserve has been around for a long time, and it has had a few geocaches placed there over the years, but there hasn't been one there, an active one in the preserve for many years. The director gave me permission to hide three of them, which I did back in May. Only two of those three have been found so far. The third one, it's called Siren Song, is still waiting for someone to find her. She's a little tricky. This week, I was able to hide my Siren Soapbox series geocache in a city park after it was rejected from the original location I had chosen. The problem with the first location was that another geocacher had already placed what turned out to be three different geocaches in that same uh, small park that I wanted to hide mine in. But theirs were submitted for approval first, so... They got approved. Um, I'm glad it turned out that way, actually. Um, their cache, I found one of the three that are hidden there already. Uh, the other two were kind of on this treacherous cliff and it was really rainy and slippery. Um, so we called it, but we did find one that night and it was really cool. It was a little birdhouse and it was attached to a pulley system that you had to unlock using a code. So that one was a lot of fun. And I can't wait to find the other two that they've hidden there. They're supposedly all three um, along the same theme. So I'm excited to figure out what that is. Uh, this hobby really has gotten me off the couch and out and exploring the world so close to me. And I'm really thankful to LC for, uh, for the introduction. And now on to you, Jax. Thanks, Mer. Well, I'm brand new to geocaching and I had such a fun experience with TC. Um, we grabbed a couple Trulies and headed out. Um, that is legal here, nothing illegal about it. Um, and our first find was a, a Nano along the North Shore. Um, it was a tiny little log. It was a bit cumbersome to get out of the little um, magnetic holder that it was in. Um, but TC finally managed to get it out as I have absolutely no fingernails. Um, I provided notes in the app and the placer or stasher or geocacher or whatever they're called. Um, the geostasher uh, replied and just let me know that um, she carries tweezers with her when geocaching. So as a newbie, it was a really good tip, I thought. Um, it was great advice. So our second geocache was at, Fort Christ at the Fort in Christiansted. I've actually never been to the fort before, um, even though I've lived here two and a half, three years now. Um, so it was a good opportunity for me to go to parts of the island I hadn't been to. Um, I took a small stone right here, this little stone, and I put a siren soapbox sticker in its place. So that was a lot of fun. Um, I also left a mermaid drink marker 
Um, I've not placed my personal geocache yet with the trackable that I'm going to be doing. I still have it sitting right here actually next to me, but I am starting to get a plan together. Um, I didn't want to place it until I got a little more experience. Um, I also think I want to do it underwater. There are three underwater geocaches on this island. So I want to find those three first, just to see what kind of box they have it in, see what kind of things are in it before I go and place mine. Um, still thinking of the goal for it. Um, I'm thinking, well, I don't know if my goal is a bit broad. So in the discussion portion, I'd love to hear from you ladies, but um, thinking I want it the trackable to get to every hemisphere and to dive as many, get to as many underwater sites as it can in the world and basically visit everything from uh, oceans, rivers, seas, quarries, cenotes, caves, maybe even an aquarium. Um, again, I don't know if that's too broad or if I need to have a specific destination, but in my mind, if you have a specific destination, then what happens when it gets there? It's just done. I want the adventure to continue. So, um, like I said, I'm collecting items for my soap or for my box. I have this rock that's going to be placed in here. Nice little painted rock. Um, I also have some, let's see, where are they? Some more mermaid drink holders. And then I'm ordering some aquatic animals, little rubber aquatic animals, um, since it's going to be placed underwater somewhere. Um, I think I know where I want to place it, but I haven't quite made up final my, my mind at that point. So overall, in summary, um, my traceable number five or trackable um, is all, it's gonna be all about exploring underwater world all across the world. So thank you so much and on to you, Jess. Thanks. So basically I have never played Pokemon before but I know it's super popular and um, after geocaching a few times, uh, I think I'm understanding the draw. <laughs> it's uh, a... <laughs> Uh, basically, when you're Pokemoning, you're finding, you know, virtual things. So it's almost like the virtual caches. So um, I love that it's been around for so long and it's still so popular. And because it's still so popular, there's even more caches out there. Like um, I know LC and TC both did it a long time ago. Um, so I don't know the technology and comparing them to back then if they're more but I feel like they're they're everywhere and it's awesome um I the most recent time I went geocaching I asked my friend Courtney if she and her son wanted to go with me her son is 10 so I thought it might be something fun for him and he was actually really excited to try he had heard of it but Courtney hadn't so uh he was like yeah let's go do it so we grabbed some lunch and we um, stopped over to GameStop to pick up some trinkets to put in the um, the caches that we found. Uh, he settled on some Deadpool pins. No, his mom has not let him see Deadpool. <laughs> He's only ten. Don't you know? Don't get too worried there. Um, but he just loves superheroes, so he loved that. And um, unfortunately, two of the four caches that we tried to find were gone, um, or were just really bad at finding them. But I feel like they would have been where we found them, where we were looking. So um, he was excited. He liked it a lot. Um, Owen wanted to try again um, and go out to some parks and 
around them and try to find them, which they actually live out by Mars. So maybe they'll find some of the same ones, which would be really cool. Um, creating and placing my cache was a lot of fun. Uh, I loved painting up the rocks and trying some different designs and um, deciding what to put in it and uh, ended up placing it along the um, Little Miami bike path, which is very special to me because Ben and I used to spend a lot of time on it when we were running. And um, last year during the pandemic, when we couldn't go anywhere, we spent a lot of time walking on it too. Um, I am super excited to see where my mermaid coin will travel. Although um, I did just get a couple of messages when I was checking my cache today and it seems like it may be gone. So two people both were like, I think I found the place, but I'm not finding it. And it was a pretty big container in, so it should be pretty obvious. So I am super sad about that. I'm going to have to go out and see if it truly is gone and maybe come up with a different one and a different place. So on that sad note, on to Sarah. Well, hello. Um, so when I started working on this project, I was surprised to see that I've actually been a geocacher since 2010. At least that's what the app <laughs> told me. I couldn't believe that I still that, that I was able to log back in. Um, it's crazy what your um, usernames are 11 years ago. Um, I do vaguely remember looking for geocaches with my kids, but didn't really get into it. I may have found a couple back then, but wasn't really sophisticated enough to even log my finds. Um, don't, um, and I don't even know if you could log them on the app back then. Um, I think the app has changed quite a bit. Um, I do remember finding some geocaches with my good friend TC on a camping trip. Now, I thought that it was around 2011 or 2012, but if you've only geocached in 10, it must have been back then. Um, you, TC, might remember that trip as the the world hates Sara's car trip, which would be a, an interesting story for later. Um, one of my favorite parts of this project was shopping for trinkets to put in the container. My youngest son and I went to Hobby Lobby and wandered around for well over an hour. Uh, it was great bonding time and he was really helpful, uh, almost too helpful. I had to get a much larger container than I originally planned, but it was a lot of fun. I really like the idea of folks picking out their favorite trinket, but also I'm excited to see what they leave behind. The Tracker Geocoin is a really fun idea too. I can't wait to see where it goes. Um, on my description, I, I also didn't put a destination because I agree, I just wanna see where she ends up. Another favorite part of this um, adventure was driving around with Bill looking for a hiding spot. The first spot I picked was unfortunately too close to another geocache. I put the coordinates in and not allowed. Um, it was such a cool spot as well. It was tucked in behind an old wall just off the road. Bill took one look at the spot and said something about the geocache stonewalling. And so of course I decided I had to use that line in my description. So we had to look for another wall. Luckily we found one and there were no nearby caches there. What I haven't loved about the process though is this whole concept of uh, it being reviewed and approved. Um, it just seems uh, just a, another thing that someone somewhere has decided to uh, control what we can and can't do. While I do get, you know, reflecting on it a little bit since I wrote this, I, I get the idea of maybe not having it in a neighborhood or stick it in somebody's backyard. They may not want that foot traffic, but it's, 
it just seems quite intrusive to not be able to go out there and find a cool place without having to have somebody review it. So as you can tell, perhaps I am anxiously awaiting my approval, which I do not have yet. Um, when I went looking out for geocaches, I too was amazed at how many there are out there right here in my uh, air neighborhood, not neighborhood, but the city that I live in uh, here in Union, Kentucky. Um, I pretty quickly found a couple of very small ones, too small to leave anything in, but I did sign the log papers. Uh, the third one I found though was so cool. It was hanging from the grade of a storm drain and it was very creative. It was, it was tied on with with piano wire and, and clamped in, and it was just really well done. Uh, so I'm looking forward to finding more geocaches. I do think it's gonna be a fun family vacation activity. Uh, with that, on to you, Elsie. Thank you. So I think a lot of what Siren Soapbox has done so far is taking us out of our mental comfort zone. And this one definitely seemed to take you out of your physical comfort zone. So like Mur was saying before, some of the places she was going, it was muddy, steep, slippery. Um, and sometimes you go to places where it's like, I don't know if you're supposed to go back there or not. Um, like most recently, we were way back in the woods. It was getting dark. My son is on the trail and he's calling out to me. He's like, mom, mom, I can't find you. It was, it was quite intense. Um, but I have been geocaching since April 22nd, 2005. And back in my day, we had to log into our computers at home, go onto the website, write down the lat long of where the cache was on a piece of paper. Or if you were really prepared, you'd print out a couple locations. And then you'd throw up an AIM away message, turn off your LimeWire music and put the coordinates in your handheld GPS device and hit the road. And my husband was telling me he was so excited when he finally got that cord that went from the GPS device to the computer. So you could just, you know, zip it onto there instead of having to write everything down. So there's no app and our phones certainly did not have the capabilities that they do now. And it's always been a great activity. We first started playing when we were, we just got married and we were living in Clifton and it was a really rough area. We were down there when there was a riot. Uh, one time our apartment complex had a hostage situa situation and we were told to keep on moving, obviously. Um, so yeah, we didn't hang out much in the city. So we explored the woods and we saw so many cool places that we would have never found on our own. Uh, for instance, we discovered one of Cincinnati's historic uh, local inclines and we learned all about the history with it within it so um, it was in the log and we got to, to learn and research more about that fast forwarding to today it's still a great activity that the whole family can enjoy I did end up buying the 30-year subscription Murr explained it best it's cheaper than taking the family to the movies once and you get to do this dozens of times and it's hours and hours of entertainment I love the fact that it gets Connor outside and active and there's also a reward part to it too. And we aren't gaining more stuff because it's an exchange. We are leaving on a road trip tomorrow and we are excited to do this on the road. Uh, and again, you get to see things that you probably would have never explored if you didn't have um, this as a tool. And we really like living in the area and seeing the area like a local. I will be placing the third cache of the Siren uh, Soapbox series, the Aqua Tail, somewhere in Florida this week. And as we speak, it's not currently hidden, but I'm a little bit cautious after hearing everybody else's stories. <laughs> um, so I'll have to report back about that a little bit later on. So with that, I gotta ask, what was the craziest thing anybody found? 
there were it was weird that we found pictures of people like they, they took pictures of themselves and put it in there um some of them looked like they were on polaroids yeah they were huh. polaroid but, pictures we're like what they think they, they pulled an old picture out of their wallet and stuck it in there it, it was weird <laughs> And so, they is that it. what you guys took? No, no. no I, I don't think anyone's taken that. <laughs> she took a rock and I took a um, a poker chip. Yep. Nice. The cache that I found that was too close to mine, and I only for a second considered tearing it down and throwing it away. Um, it was really <laughs> cool, actually. It was a, um, a uh, an operation board, and you had to put in some combination with this tool that they had down there to open it up. But I think it had been there for quite a while, and you couldn't quite couldn't get it open. And a lot of people had remarked that they couldn't get it open. But it was another really creative and involved um, cache. It was kind of cool. Yeah, the the most creative one I've seen so far is the one that um, was part of the series in that park where I tried to hide mine. And it was pretty intricate. These people put a lot of work into it. I, I was a little bitter when my cash got rejected and I went and picked it up. So I went to go get my cash out of the park after, after it had been rejected and it had also been um, hijacked, like opened, contents dumped out, Siren Song Geocoin is missing. So if any geocachers are out there listening to this, I think it was a raccoon and I think they took the Siren Song Geocoin and I think it's in the woods in Wilson Commons Park. So if you find it, log it on the app. Um, anyway. The, and then take it to travel somewhere. Yes, please. Put it in one of those caches in the park. But this guy's cache was very well thought out and mine wasn't, so I'm glad he won. <laughs> I'm wondering what everyone's uh, goal is for your, your Siren Song Geocoin. I know some people said in their in their soapbox, but I didn't. My my siren wants to get to New Orleans. Oh, that's a fun goal. Mine, I did end up, I put a Kraken. His name is Squidbeard the Kraken, is in the siren soapbox series six of six, the red tail. Well, he was. He was found uh, today by someone. Um, his username is JCKLM. So he has, he currently has squid beard, but his goal is to get to one of the underwater caches in St. Croix and then to travel around in any underwater cache he can get inside of. He is an octopus after all. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I just, but I want to travel the world and see as many places as possible. Australia, Egypt, Ireland, all of it. Okay. So what I put wasn't too broad. Or what I'm thinking. I don't think I so. Get all the, I want to specifically have mine be underwater always. So. That's, that's a fun, really cool. that's a fun goal. Have you guys found the underwater one in St. Croix yet? There's three of them and I have not yet. Uh, two of them I could do from shore. One of them I would need a boat to do. I know that one of our friends has found one of the underwater ones. And so I think it's in a yellow pelican box. The one that's on, um, uh, I think I've seen it then. Oh, really? And just didn't realize what it was. Cool. It's at a site that I dive multiple times a week. Well, you guys should find it and update us because I am very curious as to what's inside because it all have to be stuff that sinks. 
You can't log it. I want to go and take pictures of it. They drill holes in the box so that it would be neutrally buoyant. So whatever's in there has to be waterproof. Right. Yeah. So there's probably, it's probably like a waterproof paper or a slate or something that people are signing. I used waterproof paper for mine, even though mine was, mine was originally hit above ground and now it's right here. <laughs> so did they tell you TC why yours was rejected? Yeah, yeah they did give they you a did. reason. I will tell you why. Mine was rejected. It says, thank you for your submission. Unfortunately, the U.S. Department of the Interior has prohibited geocaching on all land that they manage. This includes U.S. national parks and national wildlife refuges. Please remove the container and find a different location for your geocache. Thank you. That's you what can't I hide a geocache in a national park. I don't know, because one of the ones that Jackson I found was in a national park. So maybe this is a new rule or who knows, but I don't think they would, I don't think they'd fib. So no, surely, sure they wouldn't fib. That just seems crazy that they, that you can't hide one in a national park. I guess they're just worried well, about the wrong kind of traffic in the wrong kind of places. Yeah. If you think about it, you're supposed to be staying on trails when you're at parks like that and they don't want people wandering into, you know, preserved areas and that's a nesting areas and stuff like that it's that's very also, it's very ruly though very ruly yeah. they also want i think the parks to stay as natural as possible and hiding you know like mines in a glass container hiding containers all around might get i don't know a raccoon that's really rude and dumps the contents everywhere Seriously. Oh, that siren song, Geocoin, also has a goal. Her goal is the Great Barrier Reef in Australia. And she wants to stay underwater a lot, too. Well, I hope that Ricky the raccoon has a passport. What a jerk. I know. And I hope he dives. Justin, <laughs> did you just have a goal? Uh, I think it's the same because I think I just copied from the instructions that Mer sent us. Oh, I, I don't like, think I put a goal there, did I? Yeah, you put the barrier reef on there. Oh, that's what I put for mine. Yeah. Guys, yeah. <laughs> got a text and, and my cash was, was right in there. And it's gone. It's gone. Aww. There's quite a few along the bike trail and ours, those that we found were very well hidden. Or not hidden, but um. Maintain. Put away nice and maintain. That sucks already. I know like, it's weird. Like that one I found was hid in 2011. So it's crazy that two of our six have already been. And my mermaid was in there. So whoever stole it, I hope I, you at least give her a journey. I feel like I need to go check mine. I'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> it hasn't been even been accepted yet. And I feel like I need to go check on it. It's nerve wracking, isn't it? It is really nerve wracking. I didn't expect it to be so nerve wracking, but you know, like I put a nice little painted rock in there and some treasures and some Cheney and stickers. And I you put a lot of work know. into it. Yeah. It's fun. So anyway, I don't know if I should just hide another one in the same location, just try to hide it better. Or if I should just I think that's part of the trick. The idea is this. If only geocachers can find your geocache, then it's probably going to stay around for a long time. Like the one Jackson and yeah. I found at the fort, 
it was pretty well hidden, also right out in the open, but pretty well hidden. We, um, we actually had to read the clue to find it. The mm -hmm. one that we found, the nano that we found, the um, GPS was dead on. I mean, the GPS was perfect. We didn't have to read any clues or anything, but you would never find that geocache if you weren't specifically looking for it because it was tiny and it was hidden. You know, if you knew what you were looking for, you could see it, but uh, otherwise you wouldn't say, oh, what's that? And yeah. find it. But I, I think that's a big trick, Jess, is to hide it somewhere that you'll only find it if you're a geocacher. Yeah, if it was out in the open at all. Was it out in the open? Uh, I mean, it was kind of in the open. I tried to like tuck it into some grass so you couldn't really see it, but wouldn't make people have to like trek through like the leaves and off the path because, you know, I want to be respectful of the, the nature yeah. Well, but. when I, when I had mine in Imago, the guy who runs the place, it's, it's a, he said that all of the stuff growing in the um, preserve is invasive. It's like honeysuckle and there's this other stuff, something needle, something, I don't know, I'm going to mess it up some sort of ground cover, but he was like, we don't care. You can tromp all over it. Like he, they had no rules about the path and that was really nice. It made it fun to hide geocaches there the siren song still hasn't been found <laughs> so some dude commented that uh it doesn't take a clever cache owner to hide a micro geocache on the ground in a in the woods and i was like oh well thanks so then i updated the description to make it a little more clever and wrote that on a note trying to be more clever is this the micro you were making? Um, this is one of, I've hidden three micros and this is one of them. Yes. Okay. If it's the one you sent a picture of, that was very clever. I'll, I'll send a There will be a picture of her on the blog. Awesome. Yeah. A lot of times if you find a nice tree with a big hole in it, that's a great hidey spot for a cache. Unless like, only do it if you have the app and you know there's a cache nearby because we did that once and we're like, that looks like the greatest spot to hide a cache. And we went and looked in the hole and there was a brown paper bag. And we're like, yes, we found a cache. And it was somebody's porn stash. Oh, I, about, I thought you were going to say it was like their, uh, I, I thought it was going to be worse. I thought it was going to be like their drug kit or something. I'm glad it was only it, porn and not it was needles. Dirty magazine. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That's hilarious. And terrible. Was the tree in a park? It was. Oh. It was by a fishing spot too. So it was probably like Ew. some teenage boys or something. Teenage you boy. know, <laughs> can't bring it home. I'm going fishing. Yeah. <laughs> Cat He's fishing. a master baiter. <laughs> oh, nice. Nice. Well played, Mur. Well, well done. Thank you. I'm here all week. The first spot I wanted to hide mine was a lighthouse. And I thought that it was uh, clever that lighthouses would lead sailors to safety while sirens would lure them to <laughs> their demise. So I wrote that in the description, but that didn't work. <laughs> but I am excited to go to the lighthouse and find the cache there. You yeah, know, that is exciting. 
the first time I looked at it, I only found like four caches. And then this last time when um, Jackson and I went out, there were 17. Were any of them new? I don't think they're new. I just didn't oh. know they were there. I, I don't know what happened. Here, I mean, bad service and they didn't all suck mm. in. <laughs> That's the technical term for it. They didn't all okay. suck in. <laughs> So here in my little neighborhood, caches are popping up left and right. It's like, it's gotten a whole new wave of excitement, it feels like. Well, we have a homeowners association here. And um, when you look, I, you open up the map and I look hundreds of them all around here in this big empty void. <laughs> and that's the whole of Hampshire and Hempstead where they've probably said, nope, we don't want people coming in and looking for geocaches. So, so I put one right, right, right here. <laughs> oh. Outside. So this could be why I haven't heard back yet saying it's been approved. <laughs> we'll see. That's I love awesome. this so much. Could have named it F-U-H-O-A. <laughs> you, know you could do, Sarah. You could, you could hide it, like connect it to a string. And hide it inside your neighborhood. <laughs> but the GPS gets you to the beginning of the string and you have to reel it in. <laughs> Might be for my second geocache. Good plan. You have to make sure it's not like a thread though. It's going to be more like a wire because you ever get to push it back. Yeah, I'm oh, going to get, I'm going to get the piano wire. Just like the, just like the one I found. It was, it was in a, uh, did I say where it was when I'm on my soapbox? It's in a, uh, storm drain yeah, yeah. storm drain it was so cool i wrote I that down really, i'm gonna use uh, that as an idea i've never really found a clever one i just find containers full of polaroids and business cards oh yeah i did get a business card for some chicks um she makes like um hemp or marijuana edibles she makes edibles and she like takes and donations like, for them <laughs> it's kind of bizarre to me I'm like she's just leaving this business card it's like for it's this like edible family shop. game I know maybe, no, maybe she left bad. the edibles and somebody else already took them <laughs> oh bummer so you can leave um business information and things like that you just can't have you just can't have a link in the description is that what someone is that yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. think they can control what you leave in a cache. And so they don't tell you necessarily, like they give you guidelines, but you're not supposed to use geocaching as a way to promote your business. And so that's why the description shouldn't have a website or anything that has a store on it. And ours has a wildly successful store. <laughs> oh, it's so successful. SirenSoapbox.com. <laughs> I was looking at the website today. It's a pretty awesome website. I'm just going to say it. It's an it awesome is. website. TC, you've done a great job with it. Oh. And the Yetis are going like hotcakes. We've How many have we sold? Two? two? Three, four? I think we've sold four. I bought one. I haven't bought I one bought yet. one. I'm getting ready to buy one. Five. Can, you buy, can you buy hats? Not We're yet. working on that. We're working on I want that. A hat. I want a hat. I want a hat and I want a jacket. I want yeah, all the things. I want a hoodie. 
I want a sun shirt. Oh, I want a rash guard too. Is that what you mean by a sun shirt? Are we saying, yeah. okay, yeah, I do too. This I our creative team better get their, their act together and right. meet and get merchandise on the website. <laughs> <laughs> so we can all be decked out in our merch while we're That's geocaching. Right. <laughs> like Elsie is right now with her fabulous hat on her head. Well, I'm placing my new cash. Yeah. That is sad, Jess. I know how sad you feel. Believe me, when at that siren song, Geocoin, when I realized it was MIA, I like had the worst day after that. Okay, you feel violated. How cool is the Geocoin though? Like I got the Geocoin in the mail and I was like, oh my precious. I I love her so much. I know. I I I didn't put her in there yet. I did go on. um, Elsie's like, buy an extra one. Cause I was like, I can't leave the coin. It's so cool. It's my precious. And so Elsie says, buy an extra one. So I did. I bought an extra one and it was the last one. There are exactly how many? Zero left. That makes me super sad. (laughs) Somebody is going to place it somewhere and it it will get to the Great Barrier Reef. We have to manifest this. I believe it'll happen. I mean, that raccoon's going to get tired of it eventually. Or you just made his happy little life. Oh, maybe. He's got got a precious. (laughs) I wonder if the code on it's going to hold up underwater being submerged. Hmm, That's a good question. Probably will. Probably will. You could always. You could always. In a baggie. You can always write it down somewhere too, so that you know the code and, or, you know, put it on the description of it. That's a good idea. Yeah. But they the might not know it might. Oh, okay. For the, for the, it might itself. actually be, okay. that might be its ID number or identification, whatever. I mean, of the, the code of the is thing. in metal. Even if the thing wears off, the code itself is in metal. That part can't wear True. off. Oh, it's like Perfect. engraved. Well, no, it's bumped up. The rest is engraved. But yes, mm. it's in the metal. Embossed. Well, we did have a suggestion from one of our super fans. His name is Bill. He <laughs> would like for the Sirens to do another episode where we check in on our cash and talk about it. And then there's another idea that I'm not going to spoil right now. What? Is it a surprise for all of us? No, it's a surprise for our listeners. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. I'm we'll excited. That sounds like a good idea. I like it. I, I think I know it. too. I'm such a dork. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you're so you're so easy to surprise though with stuff you already know. I know that's what Mark it's loves so about incredible. me. I'm like, Mark, do you ever get annoyed that I don't remember things? He's like, no, it's fine. <laughs> Probably because I react like that to the same things over and over again. My friend <laughs> Mark has two daughters. I'm not telling you their names. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyway. So what do you ladies think? When do you want to check back in? Um. What's the, uh, should we do, just do like a Facebook live one night? Ooh, or should we could do, do that. Yeah. So let's, uh, let's choose a, should we do a Monday night or a Thursday night? 
We like to do Thursday night sometimes for the lives. Maybe or Wednesday. Let's think. Let's let's nail down a month. Um. All right. Well, let's check on it in let's July. Do August. Oh, let's check on it in August. <laughs> that gives everybody time to get them in and get them, like. I'm just thinking about Jax. If she puts hers underwater, it's going to oh, take, it's gonna take, I think it'll take a little bit it. longer. Yeah. It because depends on what site you, I put it at too. Yeah. And not only do you have to be, if you put it under the water, not only do you have to be a geocacher, but you have to be a diver, a diver. or like a free diver, snorkel or something. So depending on where you put it, I don't know where. That'll give me time to make a new one. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's shoot for August then. We'll, we'll, we'll post details as we get closer. That's right. Thanks, super fan Bill, for that fabulous idea. <laughs> Yay, if Bill. you want to post a challenge to us, you can go to sirensoapbox.com and send us a challenge. And chances are we'll do it if we think we can survive it. Yeah. Oh, well, he, he sent us another challenge. I'm excited <laughs> to try it. I don't know if I'm going to survive it. <laughs> Tune in later this summer. <laughs> yep, yep. We're all going to survive it. Oh, that's super fan bill. Super fan bill. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a super fan of super fan bill, by the way. I'm a, yeah. I'm a, big, I'm a big fan of his as well. Super fan Bill is a big super fan of you, guess Siren Sara. For all of our listeners, we just want you to know that super fan Bill isn't some creep owl. He's actually <laughs> might be. Who knows? I don't know. He's actually <laughs> Sara's husband and TC's brother. And we are super excited that he challenged us to some stuffs. That's right. So speaking of super fans named Bill, I also heard from his son today, my nephew, who is also listening to our podcast. Oh, that's fun. Well, what's his name? Oh, Bill. Oh, you just said that. Hi, Bill. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, it's it's Billy. It's super fan Billy. (laughs) Billy, go to sirensoapbox.com and put in a challenge for us. You can also do a challenge if your name isn't Bill. This is yes, true. you can. Hey, my dad's name Bill. He can put a challenge in the website. I'm surprised he hasn't. So this might not Jeez. shock any of you, but my dad's name is Bill also. No! So <laughs> my dad's name is Bill also. Oh. Okay, so, so wait. Crazy. It's my brother, her husband. Whose dad's? Elsie, Elsie, <laughs> Jackson, Murr. All right, Jess, what do you have? Who, where's your bill? <laughs> In my wallet. Where's your bill? <laughs> oh well God. done. My dad's name is Jim and my brother's name is Doug. So, all right. You know what? We've gotten way off topic. So I want to reel it back in for just a few minutes. Jack's made a, a really good point about tips, a, a tip about carrying a tweezer with you. Um, I wanted to say when you're geocaching, by the way, the topic, that's the topic for tonight's episode. <laughs> <laughs> geocaching, not relatives named Bill. <laughs> um, and then Jess said that you guys want to find one and it wasn't there. So it reminded me of another tip that I, that I like to do when I'm before I go to look for a geocache, I always check the activity on it to see how recently it's been found. Or it's sometimes the most recent 
a few logs are did not find, did not find, did not find, found an empty right. container, that kind of thing. So I always check the activity first. Do you guys have a tip for geocaching? Take bug spray. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. I keep a little baggie of trinkets in my purse. And that way, if I suddenly decide to geocache, I have something to leave. Although you don't have to take something. Um, you can just find the geocache for fun, but you know, that's going to be the time you find something super cool, like dice. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do that too. I keep a geocaching bag in my car just in case it has a pen okay. in it. I do oh. what you said though, Mer, um, when Jackson and I went geocaching, I was telling her about one and Christian said, I was like, well, we can go find this one, but I think it's been a while since it's been found. Let me check. And I was like, no, it was found two days ago. Let's go look. And so that's why we ended up going. So I do that too. For the longest time, we had a little soldier, plastic soldier in my big uh, SUV, the one that suffered so poorly on that geocaching camping trip. Um, and it stayed, it lived in my car for years until finally something happened to it and I always remembered we got that when we were geocaching but I can't believe that was back in 2010 that seems like was crazy. I was thinking about putting the stuff that I found in the geocache in my little bag so I can leave it at a different one yeah oh yeah that's a good idea so I think you can also make items like any item you want trackable um, so we could paint siren soapbox rocks and make them trackable. You might have to pay for a code though from geocaching.com. You do. So. You just have to buy the code, but you can make anything trackable. Well, that's cool. Oh, this isn't necessarily related, but kind of is because um, I think we had all decided that we had to paint a rock and leave it in our geocaches. Wasn't that oh, part yeah. of our challenge? So I painted several extra rocks. And one of them is two tortoises that were looking at each other with little hearts. And I hid that rock pretty much in plain sight on this pile of rocks at, um, at a place that we went this weekend. And we're hanging out in the pool. I walked away from Dean for a minute. And when I came back, he's like, I got to tell you a story. So he said, he's sitting in the pool and he hears some, some woman, her husband walked up and she's like, honey, come over here. I have to show you this rock that I found. So she walked her husband over to my rock and they were like taking pictures of it. She picked it up, looked at the back and put it back. So it's still there, but it was just so cool to hear that somebody got some joy out of my little painted rock. That oh, that's fun. That is adorable. Yeah. Yep. I painted a few rocks. A couple of them are in my geocache um, or were, I don't know if if uh, this guy found or took any, but mine are not as nice as the rest of yours. I feel like I need to up my rock painting game. Yeah, I didn't mean to talk to you about that, Mer. <laughs> I know I, I must have missed the rock painting part, but then I saw all of these pictures you guys are posting of your cute rocks. So um, I went the uh, cheap and dirty route, and I found those little rocks that you can you bought Hobby Lobby again, and they have, you know, faith, believe and everything. And I put the website name on the back and I dug out some old Mod Podge and paint covered it all up. And I stuck some of those in my geocache. Nice. Good job. That's nice. a good idea. Yeah. I don't have any. Well, actually, the only painted rock I have left is the one on the geocache I had to go pick up because it was not approved. Oh, I have one in my purse. This one. I just need a good place to hide at. 
I love he's it. Cute. Oh, he's Very a cute cool. little turtle. I love it. Yeah, it's perfect. And he's so shiny. Oh, that oh, one's really good. Nice. I would Jack. love to. I would love to take credit for it, but TC gave it to me. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Very what, nice. What I just got. Oh, hey, nice what? letter. Queen Crazy. <laughs> my son just came to, oh my gosh. Look. Oh, nice. Nice. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks, Elsie. All oh, these and these ones. I have to tell you that she mails nice. stuff to my work sometimes and she always writes like, queen siren tracy or queen tracy and then the whole office is like queen tracy did you get a mail today <laughs> so now everyone calls me queen siren tracy that's nice. really cool those ones are yeah. so pretty yeah no, i like I taking them. those and you put them like at bars where they have other stickers because that qr code goes to our website you gotta yeah, spread the joy they're all over key west by the way that's why i'm out well, I put one up in a bar in um, Barbersville, West West Virginia. Mark and I were there a few weeks ago visiting my friend James and his girlfriend Kit, and we ate breakfast at Oscar's. That we had brunch on Sunday before we left, and I put it on the wall with all the rest of their stickers. Gonna have to go to Key West and try and find the stickers. So one last, one more question for everybody: Where will you cash next? Because I'm getting ready to go on a trip to Costa Rica, and I'm pretty excited to cash there and to hide some painted rocks. Although I will feel silly putting rocks in my luggage, but I'm going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> have you looked? To, have you checked to see if there are any out there? I'm assuming there are because they're everywhere. Sure. We're, we're going to be in North Carolina, so by a lake. So that's where, where I'll be looking next. Great. I'm going to Indianapolis in a few weeks, so that's where I'll be. Nice. Take some rocks and stickers, Jax. I will. Not near checked bag, though. <laughs> I'll be looking along Kentucky and Tennessee tomorrow and making our way down to Florida. I'll have to post some pictures going, next week. I'm going to Gatlinburg next weekend, so I'm, I'll have to look there. So when... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt you again, Jess. Damn, oh, no, you're doing so good. <laughs> I will be geocaching tomorrow night in Wilson Commons Park, or not tomorrow night, but Wednesday night, um, trying to find the other two that I haven't found. It's not supposed to rain for a couple more days. And then on our family vacation, I'll be geocaching in Muncie, Indiana. So we're all close to Indianapolis, I think, right, Jack? It's about 45 minutes. Okay. Yep. It's kind of fun to think about where all we'll have uh, Siren Soapbox rocks. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and I'll be taking my new stickers. Thank you and very stickers. much. Yay. All right. Yeah, I and leave a siren soapbox sticker and any cash that's big enough to have one. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you right now. But if you're out geocaching and you find a siren soapbox rocks, then take a picture and send the picture to us and we'll put it on our website. Yes. I'm excited for the first time that happens. Yeah, that's going to be fun. <laughs> Is there a place on their website, on our website, where they can submit their picture? Um, yeah, it's on Siren Soapbox Rocks under, uh, let me see what the menu item is. I should know that, but I don't. Well, while TC is looking for that, um, I want to leave a 
challenge to our listeners. We want to remind you that we have six uh, caches hidden in our Siren Soapbox series. And we want you to find all six of them. Of course, they're going to be hidden all over the world. Well, actually all over North America. (laughs) (laughs) No, not North America. There are two of them in the Caribbean. Oh, that's true. That's not North America, is it? It is. (laughs) North America. Fine. All right. TC. I know. Don't make me throw the papers again, TC. We we want you to find all six of our uh, caches in our series. That would be so much fun. But our challenge of the week for our listeners is we want you to get out in, in your area and just have an adventure. Go on a treasure hunt. Geocache and tell us about the best treasure you found or, you know, maybe the treasure isn't inside the cache but maybe the the best part of the treasure is the journey what i said it's inside your heart that's where the best treasure is it's inside of me all along (laughs) the menu on the website is siren soapbox rocks it's kind of obvious oh yeah i can't miss it and by the way siren soapbox does rock so thank you for joining us this week, Jax, Sara, TC, Jess, and Elsie. I am Mer. And until next time, dive in, stay curious, be happy. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Siren Soapbox. And a special thank you to Sea Strings for providing our music snag their latest EP from iTunes today. Follow the sirens on all the social medias and don't forget to tell your friends about us. Like and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. We'll catch you next time on another episode of Siren Soapbox.